Oh, what up, nuts? Oh, man. It's weird. Like, I didn't feel serious, but this, we're gonna, we're just giving you a, a heads a up. Heads up. So here's the deal. This episode that you're about to indulge in is actually an older episode we recorded a few months ago. Uh, at the beginning, it was our third, actually. Our third, third. And three is my favorite number. And it looks like it's actually titled Be Myself and This Guy because that's what the original. Right. The original was going to be called Be Myself and I. A Couple of Nuts podcast really started with the idea of Bethany wanting to do a podcast like doing what she does for a living, you know, and then I came into the picture. And then it, it went somewhere else. And I still need went, to do the other you do podcast. You still need to do that other podcast, but that's a completely different story. This is just an intro into this episode. But we got serious. We got serious. They're in this still one. funny. So we didn't. We we sat on it because we didn't want to release it. Third episode in, and we, give you guys like the wrong yeah, idea. We of talk the about feel. like my bad uh, credit, like debt and shit like that. We talk about debt and credit. And, but, and, and was, more Jesus. stuff. I think we shouldn't tell anymore. No, I know. That's just, that's just a heads up for what they'll also see. Other, But whatever. So this is just an intro into, this is an older episode that we're sharing with you guys this yeah. week. And we hope you enjoy it. You'll, I think you can hear that we've gotten better at this over the months. We Gr- like to think we have. Granted, we've only been doing this for what? Six, five months? Yeah, five months. Maybe but, not even that. But consistently. No, not even. Oh, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. May 5th was when our first episode came out. So we recorded this one, you know, a few weeks after the 5th. So we haven't even been doing it five months. No. Four and a half months. We're still brand new Oh my God, it feels like we've been doing it a year, you guys. I mean, we're out of control and very consistent and just actually pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. But... So this is a couple of nuts, and this is an older episode. A couple episode, of nuts getting serious, and we have a song that you'll hear. We called wrote a, a song of nuts for getting it. Serious, and uh, we hope you enjoy that. Let us know what. Whoops. The, the audio is a little different too, so apologies for that because yeah, we didn't don't. have the. Um, I know whatever we just didn't, we didn't have the the mixer that we have now. Right. So, Don't judge us on that. Yeah. But but we also want to hear what you think because do you like some of the episodes being us being serious? Let us know. Yeah. We talk about real stuff. Sometimes we start talking about real stuff and we cut it out and then we just keep talking about stupid stuff. Uh, but let us know. Let us know. Yeah. And here's a little flashback episode for y'all. I'm excited for them. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. So here it is. Everybody enjoy. Hmm. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I said, what's up? First of all, we live together. Yeah. We've been around each other 100% of the time before we start this podcast. Yeah, I just saw you. So it's interesting that we open it up being like, what's up to each other? What's going on? It should just be like, what's up? What do you want to talk about? Like Like to the audience. Like, what's up? Bethany. Bethany. And Sean. And Sean. We are a couple of nuts talking. What's up? What do you want to talk about? Well, we have to decide what we're talking about because they can't answer us. Oh. Wow. That's easy. Do you ever just wake up? Here we go. Do you ever just wake up and say, man, it's good to be me? Yeah. I have a song. I love me. I sing it all the time. It's just, 
I wake up full of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like this morning I woke up not very well rested. You didn't wake me up last night. I didn't. I did so good. I, you know why? Because I didn't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I had extreme cotton mouth, the worst shit breath you could think of. Really bad. You know, and then I had to pee. Not really bad. It wasn't like full of pee. It was like one of those little pees, but been sitting in there so long. It or feels you, like it's a lot of pee. Or you think about it so much, it makes you have to pee worse. Yeah. Even though it's not that much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what, that's how I woke up this morning. But I was grateful to be awake because I love to bring the sun up. And the cats are still sleeping and I get to go wake them up since they wake us up all the time. It's my turn to go in there. I just smother my face, put it in, and I just kiss them. I rub my face and beard all over them. And Cookie goes like, and then Cookie uh, hates it. And Puss goes like, loves it. And loves it. So it's great. Hmm. I, too, wake up. I wasn't a morning person. I don't actually even know what I used to be. I just know now. When I wake up and I don't need an alarm anymore, which is key because the alarm thing is what makes me not happy in the morning, that yeah. noise. And Now quick, Andrea, let me, are you the type of person that has like 10 to 15 alarms set in your phone or you just have one that you edit every time? You know, it's adorable. You know the answer. I know the answer. Because you hear my phone go off all the time. I have so many alarms in my phone. You have so many alarms. Because I'm so fearful, which is the absolute being of myself is being fearful, that I will forget or or miss something important that I need to do because I'm ADD. So for instance, if I'm doing something and I'm really into it, uh, three hours could go by and I would be screwed. I need to have an alarm yeah. that alerts me like, hey. This I know. Is- I know that you do. <laughs> I hear them all day. And they go off when you're not in the room a lot. So that then it becomes my responsibility to turn it off. And there's times where I'm extremely comfortable on the couch. And I don't want to get up to turn your alarm off. It's so easy to turn my alarm. It's literally hitting one button and we have the same yeah, exact phone. Yeah, but I have to get up. It's not even not about always. the turning it off. It's about me getting up. Sometimes he'll let it ring and he thinks that it's somehow hurting me. But he's in the room with the phone and it's so annoying. <laughs> That's funny. And he keeps it's yelling. True. I do like, do that. Babe. Like, babe, your alarm's going up. Babe, babe, alarm's going off. And I'm just doing something else. And I know he's eventually going to do it because no one can stand an alarm noise for that long. Just constantly alarms. And then he's like, I'm not turning it off. It's like, okay, I'm like two rooms away. I don't even hear it. Constant with the alarms. Yeah, but I don't miss anything. Yeah, I guess you don't. And I would. You're pretty punctual when it comes to work and bills and stuff like that. Yeah, I even have alarms for my bills, you guys. She has alarms. Pay Amazon bill. (laughs) Pay. You don't even know what bills we pay, do you? Credit card. Well, Everything's on auto pay, auto so. pay, but you do have an alarm for the Amazon bill. I know that Amazon, my almost every credit card because I don't want to pay any interest yeah. ever. Well, That's I don't a have key, guys. I don't have any credit cards because I have horrible credit. Sit back, a couple of notes about to get serious. We're gonna talk real talk. 
are getting serious. Unzip your fucking horns. A couple of nuts are getting serious. I have horrible credit. We're working on that. We, in fact, we just recently, so I've always had all the, everything's in my name. And then he will pay for whatever he wants uh, by giving me money through like Venmo or whatever. And I, we just recently were like, hey, let's work on your credit. Let's get it up. And we we just put which one, gas? Yeah. We just put gas in his name. So he's his credit's going to just. 38 years old and I'm, I'm just starting on <laughs> building my credit up, everybody. It's got, you got to start somewhere. I love me. I love me. You have come so far. Now, this is when people are going to tune out because we're just going to be like, you're this and I'm this. I know, right? But I think it's important to support and encourage somebody who does a 180 in something. And your finance situation when I met you to now. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Huge. Here's the deal. A lot of people, I think, struggle with that. And me being, you know, in my mid-30s and drinking and using to not, you know, have any, to get away from responsibilities, it's an sense of impending doom. It feels like it's something that you can never, ever fix. Like, so you're just like, this fucking cloud's going to be hanging over me forever. In my disease, I mean, when I'm self-loathing and self-pitying and victimizing myself, when I'm drinking or, you know, doing something. It feels like it's never going to end, so why bother trying to fix it? And then you just dig the hole deeper and deeper, and then the depression gets deeper and deeper, and the addiction gets deeper and deeper. Let me tell you what. I have done a 180. I am killing it in life right now. My credit score is not great. It's soon to follow. It's soon to follow. You know, I'm not rich financially by any means, but... The gratitude and the calm that's in my life now. You're I welcome. I wouldn't trade for anything in the world. Yeah. I just think you are a huge part of that. Well. You yeah. helped get me there. You you stuck by me. I also would like to say that I wasn't always in this position, of course. Like I am what I mean by of course is I've gone through some really hard times. Most of my life, I've been paying off debt that I allowed uh, in my life v- via another person. You were riddled with debt and anxiety when we first got together. Yeah. My disease was debt and anxiety and stress and worry. And uh, my finances reflected that. I, it's so weird. I spent nothing ever because I had this debt and I felt like I didn't deserve anything and I felt like I wasn't worthy of having anything until this debt went away. And so weird that we are in such different places in our life before we met, but and yet identically the same. It was very depressing for me. I had depression because of it. I felt stagnant, like I couldn't do anything because money appears to be everything and freedom. And like I said, it it really reflects my self-worth at the time. Um, I, I really played the game that it was, it was an impending doom where if this didn't get better, then my life would not be better. It was like impossible. So if I had debt, I 
deserve to feel shitty, awful, and not have a great life. And then as soon as I figured out how to pay that debt. Well, we we altered our thought, our our mindset. Instead of like fearing money or anything like that, we respected it. And yeah, I remember you used to tell me that a lot because when I was, you know, a few years ago, I didn't respect money be like fuck money man money's the root of all evil this is i don't care about money money. i just want to live and just a quick interjection your wallet would look like it like you would crumple money you had change everywhere you yeah you know and then you started like facing your money and putting your change it all goes the same way now and it's in order but yeah my relationship with money was i had no problem Tossing 120 bucks away for like 12 Norcos or Vicodin pills, yeah. you know, because they're expensive. They're like $10 a piece, you know. They were then. I can't imagine what they are now. No problem doing that. But then if I wanted to, like if I saw a pair of shoes that was like 40 on sale for 40 bucks, you're like, oh, I don't know if I should get those. Like, I don't need a new toothbrush. This one's fine. I've had it for like a year and a half. It's just weird. And then I started, you know, I started respecting money and then I started buying shit that actually was helpful for me. And, and I needed like a new pair of pants or a new pair of shoes or a new, you know, yeah, tooth oral care stuff. It's an important aspect to anyone's life. And if, if you treat it, if you treat things the way they are, how can I say this? If you treat it the way it deserves to be treated, then it treats you back in yeah, the same way. That makes sense. So like as soon as I started respecting money and my finances and looking at it very differently, I, instead of looking at it like I'm hustling, I'm struggling, I'm getting by, I'm in a, you know, I'm the starving artist. Even though I didn't have that mentality where like if I'm starving, I'm not selling out. I didn't have that. No. I just meant like I deserve to be starving and hung and and you know, not buy a shirt or a pair of socks if I have holes in it or get a new car, which by the way, I wouldn't get a new car unless it stopped working. Um, Stuff like that. Like you said, with the toothbrush, like you'll spend $600 on some Vicodin, uh, you know, but you're not going to get a new toothbrush. Shoes or a toothbrush is not food. And when we first met, our diseases helped each other. Like we would go to Starbucks and spend like $23 every day. Yeah. And then we would go home and be like, oh my, what are we going to do? fuck are we doing? How are we paying this? How can we afford? And then there was times where we were scrounging up change and getting a Wendy's, you know. Single burger Meal to split. to split. The $4 meal. Man. But then like, yeah. It's a spiritual awakening happened. And then that's, you know, like I won't go too deep into that because I don't want people to be weirded out. You know, I'm not talking about Yeshua or Jesus or Muhammad or anything like that. It's whatever it is to you. That's awesome. I love that. But after I had a spiritual awakening after, you know, near death experiences and all those things, being an addict, alcoholic, I, uh, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired as they say. And, when I had that awakening, the financial insecurity took a hike. It really did. Like I didn't have, and even at the time I was 
way broke still, you know, mm-hmm. a few years ago, getting out of treatment and stuff like that. I didn't have any money at all. But, and, oh, God. But the insecurity was lifted. because The impending doom, that rain cloud, my higher power was that sunshine just, bah, got rid of that rain cloud because I knew I could do something about it. I could work yeah, and make some money or I, I could figure it out because I'm in my mid-30s. I'm still alive. I've survived this long. It feels like it's the end of the world in the time. But once you just, if you suit up and you show up and you take those proper steps, shit's going to work out. And if you don't like the way it's working out. You can change it. Change it. Do yeah. something different. Go and fucking change it. What happens is your thought process changes so instead of getting stuck in this cycle of the stuff you've thought about hundreds of times and you keep whirling it around and things aren't going to be this different and it's always going to be like this and I deserve that and whatnot it's like you learn to you were saying with a higher power it kind of slices that cycle that circle in half and opens it up and then you can just scoop all those useful thoughts, which are in action, out, and then magic kind of fills it up. This love and and I know it sounds like hocus pocus, but it really isn't. Well, what I, what I was gonna say is because I lived it watching you. Yeah, is that your attitude changed so much that the universe couldn't help but provide for you because it had to match your attitude. And I loved that. Yeah. I mean, watching you when you were even still in rehab, just being tossed jobs and money. It just came and it was out of cra- nowhere. I, I, guys, I was jealous. Money At one was point, raining was like, from the sky. I was like, like what the hell? This it's guy- not millions of dollars or anything, but enough money to get us food, to pay bills, to, you know, debt, things like that. I can't even explain it. And that was, that was, an even bigger thing for the spiritual awakening, which made me even be more like, something's going on here. There's powers at, at work, work in the universe, and I'm just going to go with the flow of those powers and not fight them anymore because I fought them for 35 years. Fucking exhausting. Yeah. Let me tell you what. Especially when you see it wanting to go one way and it's going another and you don't trust it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, scary. I feel like now you trust like, oh, I'm going down this road yeah. right now. Let's see what happens. And usually if there's no resistance or friction, like this amazing gift will appear. Yeah. Um, and it puts you in a place where it, you did want to go, but you couldn't see it. Same for you. Yes. And that's the, the, like, I'm talking, you know, me being an addict in recovery, you know, Bethany's not an addict at all. She didn't, she didn't have any drugs or alcohol to to mask anything, you know, like that I did. So it's a whole different. My addictions are different than extroverted addictions. Like I don't use outside things for my addiction. I use internal things like self-beat, self-harm, um, enabling, trying to fix everybody else, being busy, being a workaholic, my stuff is intro and yours is extra. So you would go to outside sources like alcohol and drugs and anything mind altering. Yeah. And I stick to what I have inside of just like beating myself silly. Well, I remember when we first started dating, you being, I was smoking a lot of weed when we first started dating. So that kind of helped me be comfortable and stuff like that. 
but I was a little intimidated by you. And, and I remember, cause you're from Chicago and I'm from LA and it's, uh, I'm a very sensitive guy. So I remember the way you talked at times felt like you were talking at me. So it would make me, you, you never were, but I was very insecure about that. And I was such a sensitive, like mama's boy just coddled and you know how we are here. Like you better talk nice to me. Why you gotta be so mean to me? But you were never being mean to me, but we have, we have always gotten along. But I remember in the beginning, we not in the beginning, but there's, there's been a couple of times where we've, we've gotten into it a little bit because of what I thought you were saying you weren't even saying it, but it was the way that you were saying it. And I, yeah, you would create all this stuff. So I would say something and then it would become this bigger deal that it wasn't even about at all. Yeah. And I do have a way of speaking because I say things with the most, or I'm sorry, I say things with the least amount of words possible and I'll say it in a way that's just right to the point. Yeah. And at times, Sean will take that personally, even though it's just me because I've ate things in my head. We'll just say one thing to him. Yeah. And it sounds like to him, it sounds like where I'm just going, I have this, this and this. Oh, and I'm back in my head and my intentions. I don't think I can't remember a time where I have bad intentions. And I'm not saying that like I'm an angel. You can deduce what you would like from that statement. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I always have. The best intentions. The best intentions. Yeah. I don't mean anything malice or. No. What or, the, Well, what it is for me is it's, it's embedded. It's ingrained. It's, you know, things from my childhood, which, you know, it's a daily. It's work daily sometimes, like just taking anything online or you know whatever taking things personally that's also my ego making everything about me and uh thinking that people need to hear my opinion that's a really good thing to talk about too because i i'm i know back in the day i probably did but i think in the last i don't know 10 plus years i do not take things personally like people could be doing crazy things around me and there's, you know, or treat me shitty and there's never going to be a time where I'm like, what, what did I do? It's my fault. Blah, blah, blah. Not that I'm not accountable when it's my shit. I'm, I'll be accountable. Yeah. But I guess what I mean is like, I know everybody's living their own life and I am not in their head. Like, yeah, everybody's got their own shit going on. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because, it's been the most help in my life because I see what it does to other people when they take things personally or when they hear something that hasn't been said or you can take anything somebody else does and decide to make it about you. And I'm letting you know 99% of the time it's not about you at all. Wait, it isn't? Couple of nuts are getting serious. I just refer to you as baby whenever I tell you, well, baby, yeah. what's baby want? Baby guess what baby wants, even when we're out. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, baby doesn't like that. Talk if we're out with a couple people or. Which is probably so annoying. Even a stranger, if yeah. we're checking out at the grocery store. Oh no, baby doesn't like uh, white chocolate, <laughs> so we don't get white chocolate. 
I sound like that pig. Isn't there a pig named Baby? It's Babe the pig. Oh, Babe. That's funny. You know, speaking of Babe the pig, because we were just talking about Mad Max the other day. Oh, yeah. George Miller, the director of all the Mad Maxes, he also directed Babe, Pig in the City. Yeah, we figured that out and we were like, what? What a fucking trip. How crazy is that? You, I mean, he's great at obviously making a world like Tim Burton or, or whatnot, but to make such extreme worlds. Like Tim yeah. Burton's worlds are always Tim Burton worlds. Yeah. Like you look at it and you're like, that's that's him. But this guy making the Babe world I and mean, then... Thunderdome? Thunderdome. Like, like what the what? fuck? That's crazy. Imagine Babe in Thunderdome, Pig in Thunderdome. It would just get eaten immediately. Hey, here's so... Uh, we should do our Craigslist misconnections. All right, let's do it. Craigslist misconnection. Craigslist misconnection. go on craigslist which is a digital classifieds there's a whole section called misconnections and what misconnections is is people see people out in the real world and then they put it up on this classifieds website thinking maybe that person they saw that they felt they had a connection with will somehow go on craigslist do you know what i just got an idea about what that we should do, we should become pen pals with people in jail. Oh yeah, That'll they were dope. they were talking about that. Yeah, I actually got some info on that. Oh my god, let's do it, day. and then we can read the the letters. Just the other day. Okay, so here we go. This is Craigslist misconnections with a couple of nuts. So I'm just gonna scroll through. I probably should research and look at them before, but I think I don't know. It's a no, little it's more, more fun, fun just to look at them. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, right off the bat. Right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really curious about this one. Got second vaccination yesterday. Oh. So. Somebody who gave him the needle? Let's see. I always think it's men, by the way. Oh. Writing these. This one's really depressing. Okay, hit it. It says, got second vaccination yesterday. This is in San Pedro. Somebody posted this a few hours ago. I feel like crap. I'm so lonely, Mike. So it's not even about a connection. It's not even, it's just, well, somebody looking for a connection. Mike, good, good positive thoughts and vibes your way, bro. That sucks. Well, and you got the vaccination, so now you can go out. Yeah, you got, you got it, man. Okay. No, no, but now he can go out. He can feel secure going out and looking for connections. Here we go. March 30th, used men's socks. Oh, shit, yeah. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Used men's socks. I'm a guy looking for a guy who's willing Baby, to... Baby, so far this is you if they need used socks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a guy looking for a guy who's willing to talk about dirty, smelly socks. Oh, talk about it. And or sell me his used, <gasps> smelly, dirty socks. The How much? smellier, the better. How much? Because yours are... Horrific. Well, I guess I should write this guy. I mean, this is what I'm talking about, you guys. 
he just falls into money. He just falls into easy, fun, right up his alley money. I'm writing this guy back right now. Good. What, does he have a number on how much he's willing to buy softball? That's what I'm going to ask. Because here's what I feel like. It needs to be obviously more than you paid for the socks. And then your time and foot energy into preparing the socks exactly what he's asking, which is the smellier the better. That takes a minute. Right? Yeah. I mean, my socks smell. I tend to wear the same socks over and over again. Okay. Mm. Hi there. How much for my socks? How much for my socks? How much for my stinky, dirty socks? <laughs> Question mark. Send, and uh, I'll keep you all posted yeah, on that Yeah, we one. will, obviously. We're going to write back some of these people. Um. So there's that one. That's a Craigslist missed. I mean, we might have a connection happening here. You were, yeah, you guys aren't going to meet each other, but you're definitely going to deliver socks back and forth. I mean, you don't need his. Right. No, I don't want his. Yeah. Ooh, here we go. Rain of yellow. R-A-I-N? Yes. Okay. Rain of yellow, South Central Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Latino man here. M for M. Looking for that sweet yellow rain or the showers of gold or orange variety. Orange? That you need to this drink is the water. Same guy. Son. We actually read this one the other day. So he just every day is Love putting this getting out. sprayed and drinking it straight from the tap from any willing man. If interested, message me. Let's do it. That's the so same he guy. So needs he just goes it on every all, day. He only drinks urine. He's like a vampire, like a urine vampire. It sounds like he wants you to be dehydrated as well. Yeah, he likes the orange, yellow orange stuff. I mean, mine's never been orange. It's been dark yellow, but never orange. I can't imagine too much turmeric or something could be hmm. okay i will i'm curious also to know how fast that guy's gonna get back to you on those stinky socks we'll find out it i might, have a it might, it might be before we finish this how much episode dirty stinky socks it's been a while brat dot 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 five b-r-a-t b-r-a-t capital b okay i hope i can still find you here is this about little brat we're gonna find out okay uh, this one's in Palmdale. Brat, it's me. I know we lost touch. I got your message. My New Year's was horrible. I've been missing you terribly. I made mistakes. I miss my brat. Please find me again. Okay, so this could be duh brat, which is weird. Is brat still alive? Yes, remember she did a little rap game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put Lil in front of everything, but yeah. it's just the rap game. Uh, or this could be a brat, just like an awful, snobby, snatty, sn snotty person. I wonder if it's like a sugar daddy situation where, where he had like, or they had a little brat and they had their little, their little, uh, lingo to each other. Plaything called them the brat. Yeah. I'm interested. It happened on New Year's. It sounds like. Yeah. Huh. I mean, we can't help this. This is very specific. There's you, no yeah. socks for it. There's no. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, this really, by the way, fulfills my enabling because it, I just want to fix things. Yeah, I know. So it's really. Make it all better. Yeah, yeah. Find I, the little brat, find the pee, -pee for the I, boy. I do want to find the pee, pee for the boy because if he's posting every day. Oh, look at. Oh, post. Um, if he's posting this every day, I'm afraid he's not getting enough water. Yeah. 
he's waiting for the urine. There's got to be other people out there that stop everything they're doing to watch their cats, right? We're not the only ones that just stop everything and stare at them getting up and stretching. Do normal things they do every fucking day. Like she just stretched and it was the most wonderful, whimsical thing I've ever seen. Her tongue was sticking out. Puss. Oh, she knows, she knows. Oh, can she she, oh know. my gosh, she's so soft. We've created narcissists. Come here. Okay. Um, seven inch toy to play with. Oh, shit. Los Angeles. Oh, this one's pretty straightforward. Seven inch toy to play with LA. Looking for a lady to play and enjoy my seven inch friend. I'm Hispanic, clean, and fit. So does that mean it's not attached to him? It's a toy? It's just a toy, I guess. He's got this or toy. Or is he referencing his dick in a way like it is a detached? He either has a seven-inch dick or a seven-inch dildo or a seven-inch toy. I feel like that's information I need as a woman before I would connect with this miss. Yeah. I know like this you better is, be more specific. This is weird because this is missed connections. Okay, this is where, you know, it's kind of a dirty little playground in here. There's someone posted, worship band drummer needed. So a church oh. needs a, a new drummer. That's in also the same. in here. In the, it, uh, just three down from the seven-inch toy to play with. That is so interesting. If you look, it's, like, what made that pastor know that Craigslist offered this section? Do you know what I mean? There's a whole other section for this. It's it's gigs. There's, oh. a, there's a musician's. <laughs> section there's a gigs section yeah, okay this is not that section this no. is this is this this is the naughty playground section do you think it's a craigslist like mess up or do you think it's the priest okay I mean, that he gave me a look like it's the priest dude looking for dl dude we just we DL researched dl down low what a down low dude is is a dude who lives a straight life goes out and doesn't let other people know basically a closet homosexual yeah um and that i guess that's a thing for some guys they like to be with those kinds of guys 35 year old male who likes to serve fun guys would love if you could come over for some quick enjoyment I love DL guys who need a worker. Hit me up. Always up for it. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Sounds like they're just going to like watch the game or something together as a group, right? Let me see if this guy got back to me. Yeah, let me check my mail real quick. Wait, he has your email now? Well, it's a Craigslist encrypted email. Okay, so that's good. It might give my email actually. Sean. Oh, Stop. Shit. Well, look on the email. Uh, Maybe that's not okay. Uh, let me see. Two used men's socks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got my picture and everything. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Who cares? Honey. It's socks, honey. It's nothing crazy. Okay, well, from now on, we need to start a new email and not use our own. All right, we'll do, let's do one more and then put it put it down, I guess. Um, oh, here we go. Yep. Uh, miss my Latin friend that used to sniff me up. Oh. Hoping Maybe we you could connect the sock guy with this guy. Right? Yeah. Hoping you see this. You used to come by and we'd play at the hole. Oh, boy. W-H-O-L-E. Yeah, I knew what hole 
they were talking about. Hit me up with stats. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. What? One more. One more. Baby Goo Tara. <gasps> Baby Goo Tara. Oh, this one's kind of long. Look at this. Baby Goo Tara in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Tara. Of course, by the way. Tara, if you happen to see this, just know that I didn't mean all those things. I said when we got off the bus, I just wanted you to follow me to chase after me one time the way I chase after you. I miss you like crazy and it's killing me not knowing if you're safe and okay. I bought you a phone and have $200 in cash to give you. I also have your backpack with me as well. Okay, that's weird. Sounds like they stole. You know my number. If you want to call me, I'm sorry for everything. I love you, baby goo. Oh, goo is girl, I guess. Baby goo, baby girl. Oh, Okay. That one's that Scary. one's weird. Now is he a stalker and stalked her on the bus Stole and robbed her? Bag? her? Yeah. And I don't that's scary. As much as I would like to unite them cuz I was uh, my initial reaction when you first started I was like, "Oh, we're going to find them. We're going to get them back together." Yeah. I was like, "You know what? If I was a girl and someone read that to me, I would be scared." That's horrifying. That's horrifying. That's absolutely horrifying. It's it's a horror movie. It's the beginning of a horror movie. It certainly is. So yeah. I, I'm just trying to imagine the interaction on the bus. Okay, I wanted I want to hang it up, but there is one more I'm really curious to okay. click on. Looking for chubby monkeys. Baby, this could have been you. Yeah, chubby monkeys. Yeah. Oh, what do they nope, want? nope, nope. Looking what? for thick girls, talk or hang out. No working girls. Period. Well, that's, wow. That's a spell period out with three exclamation points. He doesn't want working girls. Wow. So. What's wrong with working girls? I don't know. I feel like you'd want. Now I don't want to help this guy. I feel like like you'd want a working girl if you're on there doing this type of stuff. What the heck? Anyways, that was another edition of. We can talk about Pooh Boy. Poop in my pants, boy. Oh, poopy pants, boy. Poopy pants. Oh, boy. Yeah. So yeah, I should, do I have my phone? Oh, I do have my phone. You want to give the intro on poopy pants, boy, or? Well, it's just, you know, Sean and I are on Instagram, and we will go through it and look at people and follow people and search things. And I feel like you should do the story because you came upon him, and I don't know... The route in which you took. So my buddy, my best friends I've known for many years. Don't give his name. We uh, we kind of like weird things. We always, if we see something weird, we'll we'll let each other know about it. Anyways, I'm laying in bed one night and I get a message from my bud on Instagram, a little DM, and it's a link. Uh of this guy who goes by the name Poopy Pants Boy. Poopy underscore pants Wait, underscore boy. How, how many followers does he have by now? Where is he at now? Okay, when we first saw him, he was at what? Two, 2K? Yeah, he's got 2,415 now. Oh, I'm so, I'm actually surprised. But so, it has gone about 400 up. So he's Poopy Pants Boy, and what he is, he looks like he's in his early 20s, something like that, but he... He posts these videos of himself 
it looks like he's in his mom's underwear, but he's like just he's in full on brief, full white briefs. women's panties though. Like Most of the time, majority of the time, yes. Oh yeah, he does have some just regular, regular briefs, but they're usually girl briefs. They got flowers on them and stuff like that. But with this, so this guy uh, does these videos of himself pooping into these panties. And you're sitting there and you just watch him and you see... You're sitting, but he's standing. He's standing. Or sometimes he's on his knees. He's bent over. There was one where he was in front of his dryer. It looked like he was pretending to like put clothes in the dryer and then he turned around and... And little turd came out. He starts to fill up his panties. Like the latest one he did, here he is in all pink. Oh, shit. That's a big load in his pants. Oh, my God. Huge load of shit in his pants. I'm not kidding you guys. He has like envious poops he takes these solid poops solid like dr oz would be like damn son dr oz would have him on and just be like what's your diet what's your secret um honestly i i watched we watched several of them sean and i at right before bed really good dream instigators yeah and we were so impressed he's i'm impressed because he's standing now i like he jumps around and jiggles it around well he has to because your body... No, after he gets it all out, he wants to jiggle so you can see the girth and the weight of the poop. Oh, I thought it was to get that last disconnect he does that too of the sometimes. turd. But, no. Uh, okay, I have so many things I want to say. The first thing is, yes, I'm envious of his loads. I think that he's very healthy. I think that he has a good fibrous diet. I want him to give us his diet. Like, right. right get, tell us the secret. Let us poop in our pants as well as you. Um, two, I've never tried to poop standing up. I can't fathom it being possible. And yet he shakes and boggles my mind on a daily. He's, it's, he's special. He's so capable. What I really love too about Poopy Pants Boy mm-hmm. is his uh, captions, what he writes. Oh, under yes. His post. Poopy so that, Pants Boy is quite so the, the witty. last one that he wrote. March 23rd, it's him. It's a, just a load, huge, huge load of shit in his pink panties. It says, having fun in my poopy underwear. He, 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 so bouncy with the uh, with the bright-eyed emoji where it's like, ooh, emoji. Yeah, so grandma panties, the load is expelled and bouncing around and and that's, that's what you that's read. That's it. And that's what you read. That's so, what you read while you watch. The video before that, he didn't have anything. And I commented on the last oh, one. Oh, you did. You did. I put, because it had been a while since he posted. We missed it. He, it had been a while. Um, and I put, welcome back, poopy pants boy. That's quite a mess you made with a big open mouth smiley emoji. And uh, it got three likes, the comment. Yeah. He didn't like it. That is odd. Which is weird. I actually think he would get more followers if he responded. He needs to be more, yeah, he needs to interact with his followers more. But after I commented that, I I started getting spammed and hit by this one guy who started commenting on all my photos saying, Ew, you have a poop fetish. He did it like on my most five recent pictures. Now, mind you, he's looking at poopy pants, too. Mind you, he had to be on there to see that. Following, and then he had to follow Sean enough to troll him. 
And who knows, by the way, how many others he's trolled because Poopy Pants does get some comments. Oh, man, here's one that he did. Here's Poopy Pants Boy, October 2nd, 2020. Mm-hmm. He's standing in a, in a public stall. He says, I filled my pants in the Walmart bathroom all oh. the way in the back of the store and walked all the way back to my car in my poopy pants. He he. I am going to say this with so much, um, like I guarantee that I'm right on this. He's not the only one. He's not the only person who went to Walmart, shit their pants and left. But he is the only one that's done it on purpose. And filmed himself doing it. Right. <laughs> um, also, of course he went to Walmart during the pandemic because it was the only thing that could be open. Yeah, exactly. So it makes complete sense. Complete sense. And then, you know what would have been really great? As if he bought new pants to poop in at Walmart while he had poopy pants. No, he doesn't want that though. What do you mean? Oh, new pants to poop in. New pants. Right, right, For right. his next episodes, his next posts. Look at this one. This is him in, in denim jeans. He pooped right. in the jeans. Here what he says is, I got stuck in traffic on the way home and pooped my pants in the car. He he, I enjoyed my squishy ride home. I love how these pants look filled with poopy. Hashtag poopy pants boy. Poopy pants boy. I mean, you go on and on, but everybody, go hop on Instagram if you can stomach it. Let me tell you, if he gets enough followers where he makes money... He better cut us a deal. Something. Better hook it up. We're promoting Poopy we Pants Boy. We are freely promoting Poopy Pants Boy. And mostly because it's brought us joy. It's brought us dinner party talk, um, banter. Clubhouse talk. Clubhouse talk. When we want to go to sleep, we just watch a little Poopy Pants. Puts us right to sleep. Uh, and again, I think if Dr. Oz could get a hold of Dr. Poopy Pants. I mean, uh, Poopy Pants Boy. Maybe he is a doctor. I mean... I think it's, it's wonderful that he found his niche. I think it's awesome that he does what he loves yeah. and he's good at it. No shame about it. Just zero yeah. care. And he just, I'm really surprised that Instagram hasn't taken his Instagram down. Well, he doesn't show you his butt or any bad parts. It's true. There's no nudity Not that they're or bad parts, like but you know, those kind of parts. So it's just in the act of, yeah, but it's not gratuitous. It's poopy pants, boy. Yeah, so you're welcome, guys. Oh, I recently... Okay, so Sean and I try to save money in all different ways. And one of the ways, especially during the pandemic, even before that, like, who are we kidding? And Sean never got haircuts. He just grows his hair out. And then I will, when he gets sick of it, he'll be like, I really need a haircut. And then I'll go in... And give him a trim or whatever. When I'm in the shower, yeah. When he's in the shower. So recently he was like, it's time. It got way too long. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll cut it. So I cut it. And this was just like three days ago, four days ago. Yeah. And it looked so good right after we did it. Stop it. Let me finish. Weird. It looked really good after. And then the next day after he washed it, it looked like royal like a it looked like the burger king king on the commercials it looked like any king like in disney where they have the crown on and it's like long brown hair and it it just looks really mama's boyish you layered it really weird this time okay let me just preface this by saying he was in the shower it was cold he turned off the water i then had about three minutes three minutes to give him a proper haircut all right. 
let's just also say I am not a hairstylist. Yeah, this is true. You're not. And if I had a good amount of time and the proper tools and you sitting down in a well-lit area where I could get use of your entire hair line. Yeah. Wow. We might've created magic. We'll see about that. But I would be hard pressed to find anybody able and capable to give you the haircut I gave you in the time allotted and with the instruments I was given. Yeah. I'm not happy with it. So you, by the way, he's never happy the first week. It takes him more than a week. Oh, it's a week now. I thought it was three no, it's days always been a week. at first. Have you never gone a haircut? Because when I get a it's haircut, it's been so long. It Actually, honestly, it's been so sometimes long. Sometimes weeks. It's been so long. I honestly don't remember. Oh yeah, it sometimes takes weeks, and especially after the first like three washes, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you get enough cut off, it like kind of goes crazy. It like freaks out, and then it calms down, and then yeah, like in a week or two, it looks great. So don't. Okay. I mean, I appreciate you cutting Do my Do you? Hair. Because it sounds like it you don't. It feels better. I mean, then you're welcome. It doesn't look better, but it feels better. That's your opinion. I think it looks good. It's very 90s. Very 90s. It's yeah. very Bush second album. All right. I like it. Very Gavin. I remember when we were at Ralph's and we saw. Should we talk about? Yeah, we've seen we Gavin, saw up, Gavin there. up there. We've seen him up there a couple times. And Gavin looks at us like he knows who we are and like we're somebody. I kind of look like his current bass player with the beard, or guitarist. I look like somebody that's in his band, but he obviously knows it's not that it's not his yeah. bandmate. But he'll give us looks like, or maybe he just thinks we're following him. I don't know. No, because I give him. I every time I've seen him, I try to act like I. I don't see him, so Agreed. I'm looking out my perifs. Yeah. I'm looking, and he's always staring at us. Always. Like, I'll look over, and he just doesn't care. Uh-uh. He's straight up. So maybe we should do that. Maybe we should just stare right I at him. I told you, the last time we saw Fuck him, it. I was like, let's just fucking go up to him. He is looking at a Like, I feel more accosted by his looks than us looking at him, yeah. and he's the somebody. And, like... When he looks at me, I feel like I'm somebody. <laughs> I think he like, maybe that's what they do. Is that what celebrities do? No. Look at you until no. you look at them. Just Gavin Rosdale is obsessed with us. He is. He's totally obsessed with us. It's interesting, you guys. I've never seen anything like it. I love it. I mean, I every time we go to the grocery store, it's one of the reasons why I, I will say yes, because I hate going. Yeah. In the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what? Gavin might be there this time. He's a lot taller than I thought he'd be. He is. He's pushing like six, six, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I didn't. I thought he was smaller than that. No. Uh-uh. But yeah, Bush is a fucking great band. I went in 97. My friend won tickets on K-Rock here a local rock station to go bowling with Bush. And this was their second album, Razorblade Suitcase. So we got to go bowling with Bush. She took me with her. And then we went and saw them at the Arrowhead Pond. Baruch Assault opened up for them. But so we were, we went bowling with Bush and the way they had it set up, it was really weird. It was in a bowling alley and they had like a taped off section. There's like tape down the middle, like caution tape. So we couldn't go past that. So Bush was on that side bowling and we were like on the other side bowling. <laughs> but Gavin was like the first one there. 
and he was fucking wasted and he came walking up you know again he actually approached me at the bowling with bush thing now that this was Maybe years we're ago like lost souls could be we? soulmates mm-hmm. but he's like oh and i was like wow what's up gavin man and i was like hey where's the rest of the band because it was just him and he stopped and he looked down at me and he looked around and he just said i'm in the band yeah babe i mean and i was like oh man i know you are like i was just i was just wondering like where's the like where's the bass player and where's the drummer you're the epitome of that guy like not, not appreciating what to say. yeah well no i was like i was just being real with him i was like I know you are, man. Like, obviously, I know you are. Everybody knows you are. I'm just curious, where's the rest of the band? And then he, that's it. He said, I'm in the band. But I'm, what I'm saying is, you had Gavin right there. The, you love I had Bush. the band, yeah. You had the I'm band. I'm trying to act like, hey, man, I don't care about you. Where's your fucking, what's the bass As player? You touch what's your his name? dick while you're telling the story. Yeah, he's fucking hunk. Um, but that's what I'm saying. You're that guy. Like when you don't know what to say and then you say something Honey, that like I was 15 at the time. Like, yeah, what do you think? Grow like, up, grow up, know what you got when you got it. Wow. Yeah. 15. <laughs> but anyway, so bold with Bush for a little bit. The rest of the band showed up and, uh, Robin, the bass player. I do remember his name is very sweet, very coherent. I was like, yeah, man, Gavin was fucking wasted. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He smiled. And then uh, we bowled, and that was that. Went bowling with Bush. Went and saw them at the pond that weekend. And what a great show. Yeah. Damn, put on a hell of a show. Yeah. Sold out pond. Now they can't, now he can't even sell out the Roxy or the whiskey. Nah, he probably Are you kidding? He could probably sell out the Roxy. Come on. Because it's just Gavin now. Oh, it's not full Bush? I think it's Gavin and the drummer. So it's like a bikini wax looks like Bush. Him. Uh-huh. Good one, babe. Good one. I think Bush actually is for weed, marijuana. That's what they call it in London. Oh, really? Bush. Bush. I think so. I didn't know that. I think. And then Brugasalt opening. That's cool. Brugasalt was great. Love Louise. Yeah. I almost played bass in their band. Right. Because went to Australia with them. Yeah. Didn't work out. Didn't work out. Thankfully, I was terrified. I was learning all the songs frantically. Yeah. And boy, and she wanted me to sing with them as well. And then I was like, so wait, I have to learn these songs and sing harmony. They're not great singers. You could have done that easy. Not easy. saying you're not a great singer. I'm saying they're not great singers. So you could have just, and it sounds good because they're off, but it works with that band. Yeah. So you would have, you would have added really well to that because you have that very high pitched voice that kind of just uh, cuts through everything, you know? The, wow. You're starting to sound like, like it's uh, not. Cuts through. Like that. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. Honey, I love your voice. We write music together. Hey, everybody, we actually have a band together. It's called Haunted Air, H E I R. Like royalty. It's streaming fucking everywhere. Bang in tunes, bang in folk rock on there. We're actually going to, we're taking some of those songs and we're going to put some like fat beats behind it. Oh, I got a booger coming. Oh, Is my God. He's either touching his dick or picking his nose. I can't. There's a tissue right there. Be careful of my glasses. Um, yeah, we have this. We have a great band, and we're excited about it. Please check it out. Let yeah, us know. Yeah, we can play some songs on here. But we probably just lost the whole audience now. It's yeah, just I'm like sure. anything in Hollywood. If you promote something, then oh. people don't go. Yeah. So, I wanted to talk about 
one of my favorite 90s songs that I'm sure a lot of people don't remember or a lot of people are like, that's a fucking cheesy-ass song. Cumbersome by Seven Mary Three. It's time for a couple of nuts song autopsy. To my girl. Too rich or too poor, too loved. So Wait, this, here we go. This song, I had no idea. I only knew that part. Those mm-hmm. are the only lyrics I knew. And then the too black or too white. Too wrong or too right. This fucking song is insane. Yeah. The lyrics are fucking n- and weird. Well, it looks like David and Goliath. She calls me Goliath. And we're actually watching the show Goliath yeah, right now. that's weird. But here's the lyrics. She calls me Goliath, and I wear the David mask. I guess the stones are coming too fast for her now. Like, what does that mean? So the story of David and Goliath, what is that? You know I'd like to believe this. Nervousness will pass. All the stones that are throwing are building up a wall. It doesn't even rhyme. I have become cumbersome to this world. I have become cumbersome to my girl. I'd like to believe we could reconcile the past, Resurrect those bridges with an ancient glance. But my old stone face can't seem to break her down. She remembers bridges, burns them to the ground. Damn. Yeah. Well, that kind of rhymes. That was their first rhyme. I have become cumbersome to this world. I have become cumbersome to my girl. And too, then the bridge. Which yeah, is the bridge the best. is dope. Too heavy. Okay. Too heavy. I'm not saying the words. I'm saying two, three, oh. okay? Two, three, four. Too heavy, too light, too black or too white, too wrong or too right. No, Today or tonight, cumbersome. Have you ever heard the song? Too heavy, too, too light, heavy, too, too light, too black or too white, too wrong no, or too... Your inflection on the words... I don't know what you're talking about. That's insane. Tum- I'm singing Cumbersome by Seven Mary Three. <laughs> I don't know what song you're singing. Too heavy, too light, too black or too white, too wrong or too right, today or tonight, cumbersome. Too rich or too poor, she's wanting me less, I'm wanting her more, the bitter taste is cumbersome. No, yeah, no, 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 yeah. I mean, he is so all over the place. No, yeah, no, no. In other words, no. And then the next one is no, 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 yeah. Damn, and then here he goes. There's a balance between two worlds, one with an arrow and a cross. Regardless of the balance, life has become cumbersome. I wonder if I should read these lyrics like I'm doing a movie thing. Too heavy, too light, too black or too white, too wrong or too right, today or tonight, cumbersome. And then it's the too rich or too poor, she's wanting me less, I'm wanting her more. The bitter taste is cumbersome. No, yeah, no, no. I, I no, wish he ended at no. the bitter taste is cum. 
versa. Yeah. Written, you know what I mean? Written by Jason Pollock and Jason Ross, two Jasons. Very, very high and hungry. That's why they wrote this song, because what does that mean? Cumbersome means difficult to handle because of a weight or bulk. Right. Um, Heavy or load. Or difficult to use or deal with. Burden. Yeah. Burdenness. By the way, he's looking it up. I'm just going off of my intelligence. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. just know the song. Fucking. It was the definition of cumbersome. It's a fucking banger of a fucking song from the, <laughs> from 90s. the 90s. That's the definition. Seven Mary Three, motherfucker. Cumbersome is a song by Seven Mary Three and the lead single from their breakthrough album, American Standard. Wow. The only song. Independently released debut, Churn in Churn, C H U R N, in 1994. But the single was released in 96 and became the band's most popular and well known song. It reached number one on Billboard's mainstream rock. I, I mean, know. I feel like we knew that. It was uh, it's they're still playing it. Yeah, it's a fucking killer song. Mm-hmm. Recorded in Florida. I mean, guy, I don't know how much this is going to interest people, you know. What? It's cumbersome. I'm curious about the history of Seven Mary 3 cumbersome. I'm sure at least one other person's got to be. I'm not sure if one other person is enough for what we're our hopes and dreams are for this podcast. And just so you know, the original version was six minutes long. Well, thank God that that original version isn't the version. Wow. Otherwise, it should have been called narcissism and not cumbersism. Good one, babe. Thank you. They're considered a That's like every Judd Apatow movie. Uh, Can you imagine if there was a band like Judd Apatow? It's just every song was like 25 minutes longer than it should be. And not that funny. Actually, if Judd Apatow was a band, he would be Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Or like Judd, his movies remind me of Lenny Kravitz's solos. <laughs> no, Santana's solos. Or fucking Santana's solos. Just like if, unnecessary. No, no. If Santana's solo were on tour with Fish. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> what if Santana was on tour with Fish and they covered a, a fucking, Grateful Dead song. No, they covered a Lenny Kravitz song. Okay. Okay. As of 2021, Cumbersome allegedly receives over 150 plays a week on the radio. Oh, there you go. And it's there's this whole thing here about how the singer is pretty bummed out because people leave after they play Cumbersome. At well, their that's shows. why he's dumb and he should just play it at the end. But he's probably not. He's probably like, let's fucking well, just yeah. play this and get it over with. See who our real fans are. And then he has no real fans. That's what you get, buddy, for not writing another hit song. Wow, they made other records. Exactly. You are, you're literally proving his point. I can't even imagine buying a ticket to go see them just to see one song. That blows my mind. The band Three Doors Down. Yeah. Remember them? Kryptonite. Yeah. I guess they used to cover Cumbersome. Oh. Before. Like they were... They came out after Seven Mary Before Three. Uh, the Superman song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Because that was their big hit. And then Three... I guess Three Doors Down loves Seven Mary Three, so they took them on tour. So That's adorable. That's three nice. Doors Down came after Seven Mary Three, and then they ended up taking Seven Mary Three on tour. Yikes. And, uh, that's as lovely as that is, if you're... If you know any musicians... The resentment, I'm sure, from Seven Mary Three. Yeah, that's like... 
he's probably just every day they were on tour. He was just like, I should be at the that should the be me up there in front of the sold Whoa, out no, crowd. No, 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 that shouldn't be him. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it should, should be, be me. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's rough. Seven Mary three. Hey, I know at least one person's gonna go fucking rock cumbersome right now. I I think I'm going to when I hit the shower. Mm-hmm. Fucking crank that shit. Mm-hmm. Should have been called Seven Mary. <laughs> good, good one, babe. Because why do why are there so many numbers in it? I think there's three people in the band, maybe. Well, then what's the seven? No, there's more than three. Oh, popular band in the late '90s who took their idea from the band's name from the popular '70s series Chips, as Seven Mary Three and Four were John and Ponch's call letters. So these dudes are just were fucking doomed. huge they Chips were fans from the beginning. What the fuck? Like cumbersome. What are you guys doing? Like, why would you even admit that anyways? it Okay, so what? you should have had, you should have just named yourself Chips because that's a cooler name, Chips. Because I would think potato chips, poker chips, all cool stuff is Chips. Yeah. The least cool Chips is the show Chips. It's fucking Eric Estrada and whatever that other guy's Who name knows? is. Who knows? We don't even know. Still nothing from the dirty sock guy. I can't believe it. I think in less than 24. I think tomorrow we'll have something on dirty sock guy. Why aren't my socks fucking good enough? Why? Poopy pants boy. That's true. He might not like, like bears. Co- so poopy pants boy doesn't like my comment that I leave. And dirty socks boy won't even fucking write he me back. He might not like bears. You do. You look like a bear. It is a scary picture. Maybe he thinks yeah. I'm a cop or something. But it's not illegal to sell dirty, dirty uh, socks. Better not be. Hey, anybody want some of my dirty socks? I got you, boo, for the right bitter. All right. Oh, yeah, that's good. I feel pretty good about what we talked about today. I think we really moved some some mountains. Some in this, mountains and th- bowels. This, you know, something we actually didn't talk. Oh, we talked about poopy pants, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time, without fail, poops and farts. Look, we can't, we can't be shamed of what we are good at and what we have a lot of knowledge on. Oh, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Um Thanks for coming into our world for a little bit and hanging out with us. We got to do something that we always do. Like, we got to do something fun for the ending. Like, it's been B&S talking a couple of nuts. I don't think we need to do that. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. No, it's That so is ridiculous. It's like. It's been being a couple of nuts. <laughs> what are you talking about? You look just, it, it's and, making you laugh. All you have to do is just say. Hey, bitch. It's thanks, making you laugh right now. Thanks. It's every, B&S. Just talking a couple, couple of nuts. No, look I, at how catchy it is. I think what you do you is. You just finished. No. The song you heard only one other time. What you do is, is you thank everybody. Hey. Thanks, everybody, for sticking it out and Thanks. listening and hanging out with us today. This is a couple of nuts talking. This couple of nuts talking. No, and then we play our theme song at the end. That's how that works. Right, but don't we need an intro into the theme song? No, we don't. This is BNS. We're a couple of nuts talking. Okay, very good, honey. So, bye for now. Stay nutty, everybody. Kimses. Kimses. Bethany, Bethany, and Sean, and Sean, we are a couple of
nuts talking.